I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and happy Monday. Welcome back to Paranormal Activity in this Monday Mail Time episode, which is all about you guys. My name's Molly, I'm the producer of Paranormal Activity, and every week we love showcasing one of your paranormal experiences in one of our Mail Time episodes. And today is no different. This story comes in from Amy on email and it's titled Haunted Hope Cove. So she writes, Hello Paranormal Activity Pod team. Hi Amy. I've had a few spooky incidents throughout my life and thought one of the scariest to share with you was centred around a family holiday to Hope Cove, Devon, when I was around 10 to 11 years old. My parents, my two sisters and I packed our bags for what should have been a fun break during the school summer holidays. We were renting a bungalow a short walk from the sea and we were very excited on the drive down there. Pulling up, I remember getting out of the car and just staring at the bungalow. It filled me with absolute dread. A heavy feeling pulled in my stomach. I felt someone was watching us out of the front windows. What was strange to me, and a particularly good indicator that there was something very wrong, was my dad's reaction. He is extremely psychic and sensitive to spirits, which seems to have passed to me and my sisters. He's had many spooky incidents in his lifetime, but he doesn't wish to tune into it. He'd prefer to ignore any goings-on or write it off in a sceptical or offhand manner. However... He was doing exactly what I was doing, stood, staring at the bungalow with an odd look on his face. He recovered quickly and began to unpack the car. Oh, I always think if you get bad vibes, there's probably bad vibes there. We entered the front door and the house was freezing cold. It was a warm summer day outside, but inside felt grey, icy and heavy. As you walked in, you turn left for the main living room with the wide bay window, or right for the rest of the house. As we walked in, I hurried to find a bedroom with my sisters, fighting for the best room and temporarily ignored my intuition. Once we were settled and unpacked, my dad hurried us out of the house to find somewhere to eat. Looking back, we spent as little time in that place as possible. Every outing was prolonged by my dad in one way or another. Ah, he knows, he knows. When we came back from the local restaurant, I remember my younger sister and I stood in the hallway looking into the front room. It felt like it was statically charged, like the feeling you get before a storm, and it was black in there. Not just lights off dark, but for some reason it was pitch black. Almost like a black mass was occupying that front room and fizzing with negative energy and electricity. I'm not going in there, my sister told me. Me neither. 
We held hands and made a pact to always stay together in the house. We brushed our teeth together and went to our bedroom. I'd ended up sharing a room with her in two twin beds. We were very scared and couldn't get to sleep, tossing and turning for hours. During the night, something woke us up at the same time. Not a noise or movement, but just a strange feeling. We were both petrified, but we didn't know why or for what. Our heads were under the covers. You look, she said, you're older. I slowly peeked my head out of the covers and looked into the corner of the room. There was a torso and the head of an old woman, half in, half out the wall. She was staring straight ahead, her mouth open. She didn't move or speak. I put my head back under the covers. Just ignore her and she'll go away, I thought to myself. Did you see anything? said my sister. No, nothing, nothing. Go back to sleep. I didn't tell anyone what I'd seen as I didn't want to frighten anyone more than we already were. Every night she'd appear and each night I'd peek at her and hide under the covers. Oh, God bless you, Amy. To keep it quiet as well. Our possessions started going missing, including our toothbrushes. Every item ended up being found in the front room, which none of us, apart from my mum, would venture into. She thought we'd been in her things as her earrings were on the table. We swore that we hadn't, but she didn't believe us. My dad's face said he did believe. We spent the rest of the holiday in the only light place in the house, which was a newly built conservatory. We spent our nights playing Risk and other board games until we were too tired to keep our eyes open. Then we'd get shepherded to bed by dad. My mum wondered why none of us wanted to watch TV in the front room, but my dad covered for us and said it was more fun being where we were. Any time spent in the bungalow usually ended up with arguments or tears, but when we'd go out, we'd feel much lighter and much happier. Our final day arrived and we were out of there as fast as we could go. The energy seemed to have become stronger and darker in that front room and seemed happy we were going. We drove away and didn't look back. I hope you enjoyed this story and congratulations on the podcast. It's wonderfully spooky and very entertaining. Many thanks, Amy. Oh my God, Amy, what a scary experience for little 10-year-old you. So glad, I bet you're so glad your dad was there to cover your back. And yeah, really interesting that he saw it too. Really nice that he was there to sort of cover your back and protect you through it all. But so brave of you as a little kid not screaming or anything like that and not telling your sister to not make her more scared than she already was. You are the ultimate best big sister that there is. (laughs) Um, If you guys have had any experiences on holiday, we've had a few of you get in touch with your stories from being abroad or maybe a staycation in the UK. Um, We'd love to hear them. Love to hear your thoughts about why this woman was there and why, um, why she was such a negative energy. You can get in touch with us on email at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk. On WhatsApp, you can send us a voice note there for free. Just open up a chat with us and then you can click the microphone button to start recording. That's 075-999-27537. And of course, we're on all social medias and you can get in touch with us on those too. As for me, I'll be back here same time next week. You've got Yvette with a main episode on Thursday and your bonus on Saturday. But in the meantime, stay safe out there and remember things aren't always as they seem.